That's fine. That's fine. And welcome back into the Sporting Lounge. Thank you so much for joining us. Grab a beer, kick up your feet. We're going to talk a lot of fantasy. We had game last night, the first one of the NFL season. Stoked for it, especially if you're a Lions fan. The hype might be real. They won. I was I was impressed. Mm-hmm. It was a good game. Then again, missed it was. two key people. You know, Kelsey well, and Jones out there, totally different score, in my opinion. Real, cl- yeah. real quick, um, before we get too deep into that, I saw this uh, video earlier on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. It was a dude who posted uh, "Help Wanted" signs, wide receiver tryouts for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> they like, need no it. experience, no experience necessary needed. Uh, prefer not to drop, you know, just like drops and all that. That shit was hilarious. So I had me rolling, dude. Kadarius Tony has me over here pulling my hair out. Uh, five targets, which is a good amount from Patrick Mahomes to start off a season. I mean, I'm pretty Caught sure one. he played the most amount of snaps for the receivers. Yeah, but he got only five targets and only caught one of them. He was trash. I mean, I watched him. He didn't look like he could create separation. He didn't look like he could catch the ball. He looked like concentration drops. He looked like he was second-guessing himself every step of the way, which is not what I drop, need. Didn't he drop the one that caused a pick six, that led to yep. the pick six? Yes. Yep. He's yeah, that cost him the game. So at least this, in the end, this is kind of, we just kind of open it with this. This is the subject we were going to get into while we hear winners and losers week one. Obviously, loser number one, Kadarius Tony, big time. Uh, I would say kind of the whole wide receivers for the Chiefs as a whole. You yeah, because you can't say Sky Moore did good. You can't say, I mean, Rasheed Rice looked good as a rookie, but it was only for forty yards, so it mm-hmm. wasn't like electric either you weren't blown off by a because rookie. like no none of the receivers really got a significant amount of work i believe mvs got the most i think yeah. but Kadarius tony got Ten the most targets watson no. for two for 45 noah gray three for 31 yeah i mean you know like i think i think we can circle right on in where it was bad and Kadarius tony is where it was bad yeah, one for five mm-hmm. at the NFL level from from Patrick Mahomes. Not just like, oh, these were uncatchable. They were yeah. good balls. Well, he mean, just didn't come yeah, up with them. And, and it was Kadarius Tony that dropped the, the pass. I think it was like third and 15 or whatever, something like that. Like when the Chiefs got the last the ball back their uh, very last time, and he dropped that wide open pass. So, I mean, it's like. And then after that, now, they had two, two, two back-to-back penalties. Now, you yeah. know, at any point, like, here's the thing that was scary about Kadarius Tony, though, is, like, he's getting separation. He was looking good. Just you need to finish that play. Like, so I think that he's still a good fantasy value. Just he's a big loser this week. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to still hold on to him because this wide receiver room is so not sorted unless they trade for someone. There's still a chance halfway through the season he does say, hey, I am going to be the guy, and goes five for 100 in a touchdown, and then just keeps going. Is it likely? No. No. I think it happens like two times this season, but like you're going to have to guess when it happens. Exactly. It's, it's gotta... really going to be Kelsey or nothing. Yeah. He's kind of like how we are with the Ravens, at least last year, in terms of like 
Mark Andrews or nothing mm-hmm. on that passing offense. It's same same thing with the Chiefs this time. Yep. Yeah. So my number one winner this week is I know I just got at you for saying wide receiver core, but I'm going to say number one winner this week in my eyes was Detroit's rushing attack. It was a very good rushing attack. It like the thing is, you know, David Montgomery controlled think, that fucking game. Like his yeah, stats don't I, reflect how dominant he actually was. Because you're looking at 21, 74 yards, 3.5 average. Yeah, that's nothing sweet. But the way that he was just grinding the ball down, and Jameer Gibbs was showing uh, shades of Sanders, if you know what I mean, with wearing a two A jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like a two O in a Lions. Making it all these defenders just miss. It it, it was spectacular. Um, yeah, he had like six was, broken tackles. Yep. I was just like so impressed with that performance because, you know, like we're talking about a true one two punch right there. Like yeah, a dominant that's, one. Like that's going to they be they controlled good. that game. They they had Smash Mouth football, controlled that game, won it. What do you think? Yeah, about I mean, it, it, week one? And it's, and it's nothing diff nothing that we haven't seen from David Montgomery before. But I know you said the Detroit Lions with a rushing attack was, but I'd say the offensive line more than anything. Really care that the defense came up big. That they uh, were my number three winner this week. They were going the, to be the, on my O line. Yep, the Detroit Lions offensive line. I'd so, kind of put them above. For the Lions, I'd say their O line definitely for me is the number one. Oh. Um. It may be surprising, but I had um, their O-line as number one as well, Austin. My number two was Sam Laporta, actually, um, just because as a rookie, most of the time rookie tight ends, they take a while or be, you know, especially for Detroit, they don't work out like ever. So I was very happy that mm-hmm. five for five for 39, lads not going to light up the stats, but he's a rookie. This was his first chance. <laughs> against a real NFL defense. So that was awesome to see. He was involved. He was used in several different sets. Uh, And my third one, people aren't always going to agree with, but Isaiah Pacheco in his receiving work. Because the ground game, eight carries, 23 yards. That's not great. We know that. Because CEH had six carries for 22. But the receiving Mm -hmm. work shows me that they, you know, everyone was like, oh, McKinnon's the receiving back. And, I didn't have faith in that. He had two targets, one catch for 10 yards. Pacheco had four for 31, four for four for 31. So I think he's going to be versatile. And you know what? They might use CEH as the potter, you know, the the in-between the 20s guy and use Pacheco as the third down back. But third down back in a Kansas City offense – you know, count four catches and 30 yards. You're looking at seven points right there. You're just hoping he splashes the end zone. That's a flex play for most leagues. It's so, a bad day when your quarterback is the leading rusher. Unless you're like Justin is. Fields or Lamar Jackson. or Something I want to yeah. circle on on the Lions. I think My I number one and number three pick because I want to talk about the offensive line. They were dominant. Like there was times where I was just seeing they just looked like a wall just walking forwards at mm-hmm. times. Sam Laporta did very but, good too. But that was exclusively what... on rushing. That was exclusively when you were seeing the ball being carried on the run, running offense. You know, like, that brings me to my number two point. My number two winner, um, since we're here anyways, the Chiefs defensive line. 
how much pressure they were getting on Jared Goff was ungodly. Mm-hmm. That's why the Lions' offensive line is a little bit lower for me. They were dominant in the run game, and that was the Lions' game plan going into the game. They wanted to play smash mouth football. They wanted mm-hmm. to walk. And they controlled the ball for over 33 minutes. That's a significant amount of time. Like, uh, oh, lost that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what we're saying <laughs> about the defensive line. Do you, hold on. Um, I don't, I know we kind of got interrupted. Um, not to kind of move you too far from your point, but do you think this is kind of would uh, make the Chiefs want to resign Jones even more? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I lost that was my to one the Lions at the very beginning. Yeah, I think it's – I mean, their defensive tackle did do good. I, I can't think of his name. Uh, but, I mean, he had a pretty well, solid game, but not the type Chris Jones would have had. Here's the thing with – let's circle back to what you and I were talking about, Austin. Um, thing was, the thing is with Jones, it's like, you know, I think he wants to stay in Kansas City, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he wants a check, but, like, he's like, I'm willing to take the discount because, you know, you could get another two or three rings before he retires. That's realistic. Yeah. You know, like, are you willing to lose a couple million dollars right now so you are a fucking six-time Super Bowl champion? The anchor of the Kansas City dynasty? You, he could have that title. And that title is going to be worth more in 20 years than that $2 million he would have gotten right now. So I wouldn't be mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he took like a deeper cut to stay with the Chiefs for that exact reason. You know, he's built a culture there, and I think he wants to keep it. You know, we've seen it with J.J. Watt. You know, T.J. Watt got a big payday, but like he timed it at a time where, yeah, he was the highest paid linebacker at some point. But like, it's just like okay, he's just paid well. You know, um, we see it consistently with teams that are like in contention, like when J.J. Wanted to stay with the Cardinals after that playoff run, and he took mm-hmm. that shitty contract, and then he got pissed about it because they were ass the next season. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the Chiefs got plenty of cap room to this year and and next year as well to make something happen. Because next year they got fifty two million. This year they got thirteen million currently as it stands. So I mean, they definitely got enough enough space. They if they like back end or back load the contract if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean Mahomes' deal is looking a little cheaper now after all these number one QBs keep breaking the, you know, the record. Yeah, so, he's still making like forty five, fifty million a year. So, oh yeah, he's he's still top paid. But I'm just saying, now that we're looking at it, technically his contract's a little bit of a discount. Plus, his is a ten year deal, whereas like Burrow's is a five. So they do have more wiggle room to like load contracts where they need it to be to to help out. So I think it was smart for them to lock him up for 10 years. I think it was smart for him to say, I know I'll be cheap and I know other people are going to break my, my annual salary, but I want to win Super Bowls. And I don't think this knocks off the Chiefs at all. I think they're going to get right back on the roll next week. So, mm-hmm. But there's a realistic world where, you know, like if you're Patrick Mahomes, you're like, yeah, I take this contract, and by the end of it, I'm going to be like the middle paid quarterback of the league. But really, what if I what if I continue playing at this elite level, and they want to get me on an extension for five years on my eighth year of the deal, and now they got a match market? Like, yeah. 
That's it, that's like that's where Patty Mahomes is winning on that deal. Yeah, oh yeah, for for sure. Now, one thing I do want to bring up is Jared Goff looked very good. Granted, Kansas City's defense isn't known for being elite, but he looked pretty good. I, I do want to give him a quick shout out. I'm not gonna call him a winner, but a lot of people were hyped on him. I wasn't, but a uh, little props to him. So you know, like here's the thing, like I think Jared Goff would have looked a lot better, but Kansas City's defensive line, like on pass rush specifically, was elite. Like, let me see if yep. this is posted. It wasn't posted as of last night, but um, Lions Chiefs pressure. Because, like, every time he was going back, um, it was just like they were in his face. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson single-handedly had seven pressures last night, by the way. Jesus Christ. That's Yeah, that's an insane amount. Um, I want to say the Chiefs' defensive line probably had like, as a as a unit, probably had like eighteen pressures if I counted correctly, which is like just an obscene amount of pressures. They were getting in his face, and Jared Goff showed a lot of poise. But when you know, it was like in the first half that passing attack was stalling a little bit. You know, after that first drive, and stalling a little bit, stalling a little bit, and then. In the second half, it started cooking because I think he adjusted to that pressure, being like, okay, you know. And I think Jared Goff could be better in a future week where his offensive line is blocking better on pass protection. You know, he played a very good game considering how, how much pressure he had. Oh, yeah. I was trying to look up what you're talking about, see if they did the pressures. Mm, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, it's not up. Yeah, I just checked too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Five for 14 on third downs, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's what the Chiefs had. Anyways, let's get into oh. some more start sits. Oh. Yeah, Are we ready for this? All right. Yeah, until, we'll, we'll do this while Shane's looking for what he's talking about. Now, let's go right into um, Atlanta and Carolina because I want to know which one do you think is going to do better, Bryce Young or Desmond Ritter? Ritter. Mm, Ritter, I think he has the better weapons. I think Bryce Young has the easier defense to play against. And I think uh, Young's the better talent. So am I the odd guy out here? Okay. Just, well, yeah, just thought I should ask. Expect anything less? I, I did. Um, I mean, obviously for Austin, for the Atlanta side, you're starting Robinson, Drake, London, and Kyle Pitts. Yes. Um, probably just Drake, London, and Bijan. Bijan, not not Pitts. You just stream him if you had him. If you need him. Okay, what him. about on the Carolina side? Anyone that you're Miles willing Sanders. to see? Miles Sanders. Is he an, uh, just an automatic start this week, or is he a, you know, middle of the pack, you're just hoping for someone better? Um, 
See, that's tough. We'll see what Sanders is all about, but I think he's a pretty good lock for at least 15 points this week. That's what I'm thinking too. Any hope in that receiving core? Because like, if I had to choose like Mingo, Thieland, Marshall, Chenault, Hayden Hurst, like any of the pass catchers, I'm going to have a hard time leaning towards any of them. I might go Adam Thieland just because of the experience, but he's questionable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah Chark's already been ruled out, and Thielen is looking like he might be ruled out for for this Sunday. So that also that means either Jonathan Mingo or Terrence Marshall, something like that, are going to get up taking targets. But also means probably Miles Sanders too is going to get a little bit more work either on the ground or through the air. Yeah, if I had to flex. One of the wide receivers, I think it'd be Mingo with Chark and possibly Thielen out. If if Thielen's also out, I I am going to run and you know upgrade Mingo because there's just only so much they can do. You know they I have to pass the ball to someone. Yeah, but you don't know who that is. Kind of like the Chiefs. I mean, if it's down to Marshall, Lavisca, Chenault, or. Mingo, I'm going Mingo. Like if those yeah, are our three options. Uh, I mean, I obviously Sanders, him. but uh, so no, you but wouldn't I wouldn't do... start him if I had him. Okay, would would I'd find some? I'd find someone else. Okay, Traylon Burks or Jonathan Mingo. Traylon Burks plays against the Saints, and Traylon might not even play. He's questionable. Right, so I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting. Well, till no, the, no, no, no. Traylon like, Burks is without injury status. Mm. Yeah, it's been updated. He's uh-huh. he's off the questionable list. So, would you rather do Traylon oh, or Jonathan that, Mingo? Because uh, I know you're not Traylon, high on Traylon. I I trust that Titans more than the Panthers. So wow. Okay, I mean the line on this well, game is not much love. It's Falcons minus three and a half, and they. Yeah. I was going to say the over under is forty nine and a half, so it's not going to be a. I'd probably take the under. Game. Okay, you take the under. Okay, I would not be surprised if we had a game like we did today or yesterday. I mean, that was forty one points. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was it was low scoring. It well, I mean, I just we just don't know what we're getting from Bryce Young, so it's like it's. It's hard to take that over on that. It's hard to know or predict how many points they're scoring. And the under is typically a safe bet with a lot of lines. Yeah. So here's here's a stat line for you for the, what I was looking into. The pressures aren't posted yet, but four tackles for a loss, a sack, <laughs> and four QB hits. That's a big one. So that that means that That's they got pressure. into the backfield nine times. Yeah. That's a lot that's, already, and that's just including anything that was unstatted. Mm-hmm. Now that's for the Chiefs, right? That's for the Chiefs defense. Okay. Damn. They were, they were playing tough, man. That's but crazy. They, they did great against them. Yeah, I was just right. like, the defense played good, that the offense just was super lackluster. Without yeah. Kelsey there. Now, do you think Mahomes that's because have the Lions' defense was that good? Or do you think do you think I, that's reflective? I, 
What are you saying? Do you think that's reflective of the Chiefs offense? You're good. Well, my bad. I wasn't trying to cut you off that first time. I was just You're good. You're good, bro. Talking. You're good. <laughs> um I, I, I think it's kind of both, right? The the Lions defense delivers a lot of credit for holding that potent Chiefs offense to what they did, but I think the bigger story is how poor the, the Chief offense did, right? With all the drop skaters Tony had. Uh, the run game that they weren't established, that the, the Lions defense deserves a lot of credit for that. But, I, I mean, it was pretty obvious how much they're missing Kelsey out there. Yeah. That's that's the blanket for the, the safety for Patrick Mahomes. He doesn't have someone like Tyreek Hill to take the top off of defense now. So now he has to really rely on Kelsey to get up, open under in the middle of the field and on those out routes. Um, I, I, but to kind of answer your question, though, so I, I think it – the bigger story is the Chiefs' offense. Well, yeah, you know, like Noah Gray did have five targets, which he was tied for most on the team with five, um, alongside Kadarius Tony and Rasheed Rice. Um, but he only had thirty-one yards. You know, usually that's pretty solid for a tight end. Like that's a, I think that's an mm-hmm. average tight end performance. But like, is that a Kelsey performance on five receptions or on five targets? Because no, five you're targets probably are like five seventy. Yeah, you're, you're probably looking at like seventy to eighty. Yeah, and a TD probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in the which, end zone, he probably throwing the Kelsey and not Tony. But you know what? Talking about red zone threats, that's going to be right to my next player I want to talk about. All right, who is it? You know who he is. All right, George anyways, on, on to the next game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We, we can talk about Pickens. We can talk about Steelers. So, so, Ben brought it up when we were talking in the pregame a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. This is why I think Pickens could be a top 10 receiver, and I think it's a realistic possibility. Historically, Steelers, wide receivers, score more fantasy points. Circa Juju Smith-Schuster, when he was behind Antonio Brown, because, like, he was behind Antonio Brown. But, like, you know, look at, like, Deontay John. Like, Juju was still a top 10 wide receiver in fantasy that season. Mm -hmm. If he wasn't, he was damn close. So we're talking about dominant performance from Juju. You know, um, you're looking at, like, Chase Claypool when he was behind Antonio Brown for his rookie season, or when he was behind Juju Smith-Schuster's rookie season. Like, he was dominant. Mm-hmm. Just takes He was taking the tops off defenses, you know. And then, like, last season, George Pickens was starting to come on later in the year, but, like, his flaws were showing. But the thing is, like, that was exciting about the preseason and later on in that season, last season, was you could see that his release was getting better. He's he's just eyeing the ball perfectly now. It's just like he's clicking. And it's like, oh, okay. Now, he's got the speed to take off the top of a defense. He's got the size to moss anybody. Middle linebacker can't cover him. And a safety can't cover him. And a corner can't cover him. You got to throw double coverage on that side. You're leaving Deontay Johnson open? No, you can't do that. You know, like, oh, you leave him half Fryermuth open? Okay, they're just going to get eight yards on you every pink. Like, the Steelers have too many right. weapons. So if you're going to pick your weapon out of this, George Pickens is the best one. And I think he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver because of that. Okay, so then to kind of pivot a little bit, how do you feel about the sites calling to say that you should sit Najee, calling him a potential bust alert for week one? How do you feel about that? I see it. <laughs> I don't believe it, but I see it. You know, Jalen Warren you- did put in a good preseason, but here's the thing. Much like this Lions game from last night, Montgomery got a majority of the touches. Mm-hmm. Jalen Warren 
you know, is going to look like Jameer Gibbs where he's going to have like 5.5 yards per carry or six yards per carry on like seven touches. And you're going to be like, why don't you give this guy the ball more? Well, you know, if you don't got that money in front of him making that grind happen, which is Najee, you know, he Najee's going to get like 80 yards to 120 yards. realistically, mm-hmm. And he's going to probably get a touchdown or two. And he gets receptions out of the backfield because unlike David Montgomery, he's very agile and he's able to catch out of the backfield much more efficiently than Montgomery. So, so then what do you foresee the split being between those two? Like 80-20, 70-30 kind of thing? I think, yeah, about <laughs> 75%, 25%. Okay. Yeah, I, I think wanna... you hit it right in there. Yeah. Okay. Holy shit. I, I there's, think a I... They, there's a reason they were playing Najee so light in preseason. Because you think they're they going to on use him. They're, using him. They're they're about yeah. to put the fucking pedal down on Najee, bro. <laughs> I don't know hey, if they're going to do it week one, though. And against the 49ers defense, I would honestly, if if I could, and, I'd avoid And they just resigned picket. their guy. Right. Exactly. I'd I'd avoid Pickett. I'd avoid Najee. Start him if you obviously draft him because you probably don't have great backups. You know, I'd sit Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. Not sit, but temper my expectations on them. So, like all of them, I'd either temper my expectations or see if I could switch them out because I I don't think this is going to be a high scoring game. Neither does Vegas. I think the over under is at like forty two or forty one. Uh, and I don't even know if it's going to get that high. I think it'll be very clearly the 49ers. So, I mean... So you think the 49ers are going easy? Yes, I think... I mean, obviously, starting McCaffrey, that's the obvious start. I'd flex Purdy in a super flex, um, and then I think Debo and Iuke are worth seeing your So 41 and a half is the line. Yeah, yeah 41 and a half. Okay. And a half. 41 and, and a half. I don't think it, yeah. I don't know if it's even going to hit that. I see the 49ers coming out and kind of keeping the ball away from the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers have enough. And that's just my opinion. I would take uh, San Francisco all day in this one uh, and temper my expectations. I, and I drafted Pickens and Kenny Pickett in a league. So. Yeah. I'd be it's sitting both quarterbacks. Week. Really? You're not going to even sitting say st- no stream on the Purdy train? Well, the Steelers are the best defense that Purdy has faced since he played the Cowboys, and he had like 200-some-odd yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. Right? And, and that's decent for he fantasy, but Seattle's not great. So if you got a better option. And their but defense the Cowboys was dead. Better. Cowboys are better. Cowboys are better, and the Steelers are better. The Steelers are then, a top five defense. Then Seattle? Seattle's defense yeah. was yes. great last year. Yes. Okay. Steelers defense, like, okay. Oh, Steelers defense so Steelers is amazing, biggest, yes. The Steelers' biggest hole on defense last season was middle linebacker. We dumped our whole entire middle linebacker room, except for Mark Robinson, who came on late mm-hmm. in the season last year and was a stud. And he's a third stringer now because we went and got Quan Alexander, by the way. No one gave a fuck about that. Former pro bowler. Jet Steelers just picked up and has been having an explosive preseason. Huh, that's crazy. Oh, Cole Holcomb. Damn, that's really fucking crazy. You know, like, we're talking about, like, this Steelers defense is about to be good. And 
you know, Patrick Peterson too. Like people are like, oh, he's washed. He's washed. Bro, he made the Pro Bowl last year. He was a Pro Bowl caliber player last year. He's well, not. I mean, you got to also think what Pittsburgh's going to be up against too, because I mean, they have Fred Warner, they have Nick Bosa too, so they've got some superstar all pros as they well. They have an mm-hmm. injured. They have an injured Nick Bosa, which by game day he might be in one hundred percent shape, but we'll see. We'll see. Do you think Bosa's um, going to be one hundred percent come Sunday? They weren't sure if they were going to play think, him this I week. I think he's going to. Pl- I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play, especially with them signing that massive. But do you think he's one hundred percent? Do you think he's one hundred percent? Yeah, Maybe. I think they wouldn't have signed him to that long if there was any true problem. No, no. Like, okay, you get injured. Like, let's say, let's say I have a deep, deep bruise in my leg, in my in my shin. Right, it's a painful injury. And it might lay you out for two or three days. But the pain will still remain for about two weeks. And it's hard mm-hmm. to walk on because of that. So it it's not a long-term thing. I'm not saying, do you think he's 100% like, oh, do you think he tore his ACL and his ACL didn't heal right? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, do you think he's 100% for this game? I don't know about 100%, they, but I think games, him even at 85 is going to be good. Yeah, I think even at yeah. 85%. Yeah. Because, you know, he's obviously an NFL athlete. He's going to suck it up and play as best as he can. So even at 85%, yeah. I still think he's going to have, you know, game-wrecking ability. Cause, I, I mean, do, too. Led the NFL in, what, sacks last year with 18 and a half? So it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I love, what? <laughs> I love watching yeah. defenses destroy but, offensive But linemen. to kind of go back to RBs, I, I think the only one I'm starting in the game is probably going to be McCaffrey, easy. McCaffrey. Najee if I have to, but he's probably like a mid-RB2 against a deadly San Fran defense. Right? Like a right. lot of times you got to play the matchup, and, and Najee does not have a favorite one. So, but if he, yep. he's like my RB1 or 2 on my fantasy team, he's starting, no question. Um, but if I don't have to, I'm not. Now, do we but think Kittle's run... going to play? So, oh, sorry, didn't mean to cut you I... off. You're good. I interrupted you. I wanted to talk about the Najee subject a little further. but if oh, I, I mean, mean we can. I was just going to ask about Kittle, so we'll go right into that I'm after. Sorry. Okay, sorry. We'll do Najee first and Kittle. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, too. Like, you could use I – that... I think that you're exactly right with the RB2 stance. But I think that there's a chance that Najee scores more because it's going to be a situation where they're going to try to grind the clock a little bit. They're going to try to, mm-hmm. you know, keep the de- defense on the field so they can go ahead and air it out later on. You know, you can right. see Najee gain like 100 yards, five receptions, a touchdown, and that's a 21-point game. Right. So I guess what I'm really saying is, is start him, but don't expect RB1. Don't expect that 21-point point game. It's probably going to yeah, be 12. But expect, 10 yeah, to 12. I was going to say 10 to 13. Uh, but twelve is good. I like twelve, right in the middle, there. And ben. and then for like the wide receiver side, I think. Oh yeah, wait, Kittle first. Yeah, first I was gonna first. ask. Do you guys think he's going to actually play um, this week, or do you guys think that they're going to um, to rest him because it's week one? He's gonna. I play. mean, it's a groin injury, so it can be hard to tell sometimes with those. Um. But, I, I mean, he if plays. he doesn't play, you're not starting any tight end for the for San Fran. 
Yeah, no. And then I think if he doesn't play, especially you're leading more on starting like Brandon Ayuk or Debo. Yeah. Because I think whatever targets Kittle is going to be getting is probably going to them or to CMC slash Eliza Mitchell. Here's something to take advantage of is Joey Porter Jr. is listed as CB2 on the roster chart right now. So if you Mm -hmm. want to get a matchup against a rookie cornerback in his first NFL game, you know. No. Not bad. Not a bad idea. Okay. Now, do we? Which game are you guys most excited for? Because that's the one I want to talk about next. Because I have my game, and um, I want to hear what you guys' most exciting game. Do you think this weekend's going to be? We can do that at the end. Well, I was going to go right into those players. Okay, so in Uh, Houston, who are you starting? No, good. Okay. I was going to just see. I I was. I was just going to tell you to go right into horrible. it. horrible. Okay, so I'm excited for Zay Flowers. So I'm oh, going to play him. Um, Odell is healthy. Uh, Bateman's good. Dobbins is going to have a good game. Lamar Jackson. I see Baltimore, like, just stomping Houston. Sorry, Houston fans. So you just want to see obliteration. I, I'm going – I don't even know what the over-under is, but I'm probably smacking the over, man. It is I I have no faith in the forty or in the um Houston Texans, even with grabbing Will Anderson Jr. in you know, pick number three. I just think they're gonna have their way. You know, Baltimore and Houston. What is the over under? Mm-hmm. It is currently nine and a half towards the Ravens, and I'm still gonna take that. I think they oh. win by two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, I, okay. I'm high on Dobbins. I'm high on Jackson. I think Jackson's going to throw at least two to three touchdowns. I think one's going to go to Zay Flowers. So I'm putting him above the other receivers. I could be wrong. I just like him the most out of all of them. And on the other side, I sit everyone but Pierce. I I avoid everyone but Damian Pierce. I think Pierce is going to be the workhorse, and. That's the only hope. I think Shroud's going to struggle. Nico Collins might have an okay game. Mm-hmm. Maybe Tank Dell. I'd probably start Nico. Enough. You, you'd start, start Nico. Nico. Okay. Yeah, he's the wide receiver he... one, man. It's hard to it's hard to argue against sitting that, especially like in the flex spot. I See, that's the thing. Like, personally, I'm not starting. Personally, I'm not starting him because I don't need to. <laughs> but if I had an open flex spot and I have Nico Collins on my bench, I'm putting him in that flex spot. So that's that's my question. Just like with Kansas City, we didn't know who the number one was, but all the wide receivers were crap. And I think that Patrick Mahomes, call it wild, is better than CJ Strap. So I don't see any of these wide receivers really being worth much. I yeah, think but I, I think I think Nico Collins is better than all the chief wide receivers. Okay. What about Dalton Schultz? I'd probably say obviously Oh, he okay. he's currently in my starting lineup at the moment because uh, Mark Andrews is questionable, right? So now, if Mark Andrews plays, you obviously put Mark Andrews over Schultz, right? Well, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. That, that's an easy decision. No no okay. I'm just waiting no for that 11 a.m. to 11:30 a.m. injury report to mm-hmm. come out. Right now, is there anyone else? Austin, you said Nico, but Shane, anyone else you would either sit that I said start or that. You would also think about flexing in this game? 
you know, like, I might be a little bit hot on him, but Tank, and who, I, I wouldn't mind Dell. being in a spot, in a flex spot, you know, like, I think mm, I think he could potentially score like spicy. 10, 10, 10 to 15 points. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, Baltimore's coverage is really good. Thing is with Rokon Smith is like he's elite in coverage, um, you know. But the thing is with Tank with Tank Dell is he shouldn't be crossing into Roquan a lot, and that should help him get a lot of like gimme PPR yard points and mm-hmm. a couple like 10, 20, 30, 40-ish yards. You know, nothing elite, but five, six receptions and you know maybe fifty yards, and that's like an eleven point game. That's a that's a decent flex start, you know, especially if you're. I mean, go ahead. No, no, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I was just talking to myself, like I usually do. <laughs> well, that's because you're crazy. Okay, I, so a lot of love for the the rookie receivers and Zay Flowers and Tank Dell from us. I, I like it. I want to see what happens. I mean, Rashid Rice already came out and started showing out for the rookie receivers in this class. Let's see if more can do it. Um, another good one, it's all Ohio. The Bengals versus Cleveland. And on this one, there's going to be a lot of like, go ahead and just start them and put them in your lineup people in this game. So Shane, why don't you go off with your, who you think are your automatic starts in this game? Oh man. So Burrow's starting now, I believe, correct? It's official Burrow's going to start. I believe so. Yeah. Let me double check. Continue talking. I'll, I'll check it out. Yes, he is Burrow, confirmed to start week like, one. Okay. I, I wasn't sure if he was 100% yet, but yeah. Bro, obviously. Like, you're dumb if you think, nah, if you, think you shouldn't that. start Burrow. Starting Ritter. Crazy. Um, you know, Jamar Chase is obviously a lot. Um, yep. Don't be surprised with a random Tyler Boyd, like, 14-point game. You know, like, I really Wait. would be. Yeah. Like, okay. So thing is, thing is with Brown, the Browns' defense is like, who's going to cover Tyler Boyd? You know, um, T. Higgins gets open a lot because he's shifty. You know, mm-hmm. but the thing is, Browns' defense is going to match up pretty well against that. You put Tyler Boyd in that slot position, you're going to have to put a linebacker or safety on him. So that's that's going to be tough if you're running base defense, and the Browns just don't have a good coverage for him. Comparatively to T. Higgins, who like, yeah, he's he might have a good game, and he's definitely worth a flex spot by himself, just because Joe Burrow's passing the ball. Jamar Chase, who's a top five wide receiver, who's going to be a wide receiver one on most teams. Uh, you know, Tyler yeah. Boyd, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those situations where it's like he's gonna get like probably twelve yards. Um, I think that's my hottest read on Bengals side. Would you start Anybody both else? T. Higgins and Jamar Chase? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because like that, that, that was my only question. Because I would start both of them, and then Joe. Here's Mixon. my question. Here's my question to you: Do you think yep. Do you think Joe Burrow will pass for 300 wide receiver yards? No. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the over. No, that. I'll take the under. But, but here's 300 the thing. yards to the receivers, but, not tight. But ends here's the thing: or running backs. But here's the thing, Ben. You just stalled on it. You weren't 100. It's it's a tough decision. And that's where I'm tough. at with it. That's I, I see I'm it as like a, it. I see it as like a B plus matchup for Burrow. Yeah, like kind of thing. So like, let's run through it. You know, we're talking about receivers. You know, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Trent Irwin, 
maybe Charlie Jones will see two or three snaps. But realistically, you know, Trent Irwin might see like 10 snaps, but Tyler Boyd's going to see a significant amount. He's probably going to see 30 or so, you know, and T Higgins, Jamar Chase always on the field. So, Mm -hmm. you know, let's look at it like this, you know, Jamar Chase gets 15 receptions. Okay. Let's say he gets 150 yards. So he eats up like half of that wide receiver point right there. Right. T Higgins and Tyler Boyd get the other half. That's realistic because it's like 70, 75 ish yards. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you're looking at five or six rece- receptions. So, yeah, like, that's a very good start because, like, if you especially can sit there and be like, do you think, yeah, especially in PPR because you're like, okay, Burrow, can he get 300-plus wide receiver yards? And if you have to stall on that because you're like, his wide receivers are really good and you're breaking down the numbers, I specifically think in, in this matchup you could start all three other starting wide receivers and you'd have a good good flex to a great wide receiver one with Jamar Chase, obviously. I can sit behind that. So, so you kind that. of put you kind of put Tyler Boyd as like your sleeper for the Bengals. Yeah, for the week. Okay. Okay. Now on the other side, I'm starting Watson. I'm starting Chubb. I'm starting Cooper, and I might flex Najoku nice for the yeah. tight end. Yeah. You know, as a low end streamer. Yeah. So. Other than that, I you know I like Donovan Peoples Jones. I'm a Michigan guy, obviously, but I don't think he's going to do enough to really secure it. Um, I always thought he was a great number two. Obviously, they brought in Elijah Moore. They still they also brought in David Bell from Purdue last year. Uh, mm-hmm. Marquise Goodwin, the speedster, uh, and something Tillman, Cedric Tillman. They just drafted that guy out of Texas. He's a big play machine. So I'm not sure who's going to be the number two. So I'm just going to kind of sit and wait on everyone else. But I'll still play Cooper. I think Watson to Cooper is going to be good. I think Chuck's good. I think you good. have to. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous because I have Jerome Ford in a couple leagues as a, a backup. And I hope he gets mm-hmm. used because that would give so, me a lot of faith. Ben, you said you don't know who the wide receiver two is. Shane, do you just turn off your camera? No, no he's still. No. We still Sorry. see him. Oh, um, I don't see him. <laughs> I, I do, and it's going to be Elijah Moore. And oh. I think that Elijah Moore... Elijah Moore's a stud, man. <laughs> Elijah Moore's a stud. All right, all right where's the kick button? Why? Yeah, Elijah Why do you hate Moore? me so much? <laughs> He's the number two, man. He Disgusting. is. Why? I always said it's disgusting because I have no faith in Watson. That, that's my yeah, biggest thing. Is I don't have I, faith in I Watson think... and that passing attack. I think I think Elijah Moore could get like twelve points or so. I think he's a sleeper for me this week at a flex position. I wouldn't I think, be surprised, but I would also be surprised. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Watson is uh, top fifteen this week. Because awesome. I'm going you, you finished his top fifteen. Well, Jared Goff is currently number one. Well, mm, where is Patrick it, Mahomes? I can't. Remember. I think Mahomes had more points than. I can't remember. Um, oh, welcome back, Shane. Hello. He he didn't leave. He, he's been here the whole time. No, his so, coverage is okay. there for me. So that's, like, why I, that's why I said welcome back. Let's like, let's think about this. This is how this game's going to play out. You already know. Deshaun Watson going to target Amari Cooper on a deep route like seven times, and he's yes, only going to catch like two of them. That's and fine. As long as one of them for a touchdown. One of them's probably going to be for a touchdown, and then he's yes, going to hit him like twice, twice on the under. In the mid, and that that's going to be all of Amari Cooper. 
So where are all the other receptions going? That's how Amari Cooper goes every game. And it's worth they're like 15 all, to 20 points. They're going to be incompletions. Everything else is going to be incompletions. Everything is incompletions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Besides the eight targets to Cooper. <laughs> Never mind. Golf in our league had more points. 16.02 versus 15.54. So, yeah. That's, that's what right. I Golf about. is the number one quarterback. How's it feel <laughs> to trade for Mahomes and have him not be the number one? Again, Why? Because long term, he's long term, he's still number one. <laughs> he's gonna so. step it up. He always will. Um, Especially once Gus Patrick comes back. Mahomes just fell off of a cliff. Imagine, right. imagine if that NFL scriptwriter meeting joke <laughs> ad was true and they wrote him out. They're writing right. Out, they're writing out Patrick Mahomes. No. Y'all see their. Kind of on a tangent, y'all see they're starting making like little mini commercials and shit like that about the script writing and stuff like that. I love That's it. That's what I was talking about. I, That's I think what I was it's talking hilarious. about. Okay. I didn't, one, I didn't know if you were for sure. Right there, one, of the, one of the chicks was sitting there and she's like, maybe we can write out Patrick Mahomes. And he pops up on like a Zoom meeting in the background. Mm. He's like, not cool, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, the last one I saw was um, Tom Brady. He's like, do you think I'd go along with the script that lost, that saw me lose to pay, uh, Eli twice? I was like, damn. That hurts, but that's funny. <laughs> I see again. I'm very much against sports are scripted. Um, do I think they can sway them? Yeah, I think Kansas City got away with a lot of false starts and holdings. Yeah, that was crazy. They still lost though. Um, so I don't think the NFL scripted. Speaking of scripted, I think I'm writing Anthony Richardson right into the Hall of Fame right now. Uh, Colts versus Jags. Yes, uh, sir. Anthony Richardson to the moon. And yes, because sir. you hated him. You I, hated I still, him. I still don't have faith in him being an NFL quarterback. For fantasy football, though, what those legs do, though. What those so legs that, do. That's all we care about. I, I think. I'm telling you, right with now, Jonathan, I think with. I think with Johnson Taylor, it helps, a, helps him that much more, especially on the ground game type of thing. Because um, he's probably going to get like eight to 10 rushes, design rushes. Exactly. Uh, I and it's probably going to net you fifty to sixty points or fifty to sixty yards. I mean, <laughs> oh damn! Um, I'm starting right away. Fifty points. And Shit's he might have like one to two touchdowns. I, I don't think he's going to get above two. He's probably going to pass for like two twenty-five ish. I'll take the under. That's fine. I, that's just what I expect. I think that's the ceiling this game. Um, ceiling. Okay. Ceiling. Rookie quarter. I mean, rookie quarterbacks traditionally, in like their first few starts, especially, don't don't do great, right? So all of them are going to struggle to some degree. Right. I I don't think it gets over two hundred passing yards. I like him for fantasy football, but more as a low end flex play in a super league, like a super flex league. I wouldn't yeah. like if it's a twelve man one QB league. He's not even on my radar. I could name twelve other quarterbacks easily. Well, without- yeah. That's- so, That's I mean, like, easy. on the other side, Trevor Lawrence, automatic start for everyone, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Him and Travis Etienne are the auto starts for that's, me. That's exactly that what side. I was going to say. Those, on that side, those are the two auto starts. I'm going to flex Ridley and Kurt because I want to see mm. where it goes. But I think they're going to have enough volume, especially against our Colts shit D. I think they both could get, you know, 15 plus points, you know, both get five, six catches, I, I 70, s- 80 yards and a tutty. I would start Ingram over Ridley, personally. Rit- wow. Well, I mean, that, that two-year break has a toll, 
right? It's going to take a little bit for him to get into the swing of things again. It has it plays a big factor. We'll see. Now, if like week four, it, I'd probably start him. Week five, yeah. Week one, probably not. Okay. What about a low end flex? Would you consider him there? Okay, low um, end flex. There's other players I'd rather start. On my, Ridley. We're talking or, about like my team. Well, I'm just talking about most teams. So Ridley or someone maybe considering Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Ridley or um, Brandon Ayuk. Mm. Ayuk if Kittle doesn't play. Ridley or Jerry Judy. Ooh. Ayuk. That's an interesting one. I, yeah, see? I think, I think Ridley. I think that's I think an interesting really, one. Um, uh, probably Ridley because he's the number one. So Ridley over Judy. Okay, I like that. Um, on the Colts side, I, again, low end flex, super flex, wide our quarterback Richardson. Um, I'm staying away from the receivers. People are really hopping on the Michael Pittman train. I'd flex Just, Michael Pittman. I'd put him in a low-end flex, but I'm not someone I'm rushing out to start him. Uh, Deion Jackson is a flex, a solid flex play because is, is it him or Evan Hall, though? Or are they going to be splitting? I think they're going to be splitting. Gonna, they're going to... Who? Then I, I mean, I'm staying away from the RBs in general. Um, Zach Moss is the starter for the Colts. Has yeah, he been cleared believe... for week one, though? Because he was questionable with a broken arm. Right Okay, so if Zach Moss starts, I will put him at the low end flex. Um, but if he doesn't he's, start, then I'm he's more into Dion. But I, I'm not excited about any of the running backs. Moss Austin, is questionable. Moss is still questionable. Okay, wide receivers. I'm low end flex for Pittman. I'm going to wait to see if Alec Pierce or Josh Downs. I almost traded Pierce away. Uh, decided not to because you never know if he ends up coming out and being better. I'd rather hold on to him. Um, now, That's my fair. favorite player in the NFL, um, Baker Mayfield, uh, against oh, um, Minnesota's defense, who's not good. I actually consider him a flexible play, uh, if not a QB2 in two quarterback leagues. I think he's a solid number two for you this week. I'm not saying every week, but this week, I have a lot of faith in him. Uh, Rashad White, I'm going to start. Godwin and Evans, I'm going to start both of them. Uh, on the other side, Kirk Cousins is always a great QB. Alex Madison, people are super hyped and about. Sit I'm gonna... Justin Jefferson, am I right, guys? Right, just sit <laughs> Justin Jefferson. In. Yes, sir. But Madison, I feel is solid. Uh, Jefferson, obviously, always start. But what about Jordan Addison? Do you guys think he's he's worth a flex play or a start or a sit this week? Yeah, I think he's a flex starter. Uh, what about Kate Otten? <laughs> No, that no, that's a no tough interest. one. So would I so have Jane, would, would you only be would you only be starting like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin then, and Rashad White? Would those yeah. be your three players from the bike or the books? Yeah, yeah, that, okay. that's like exclusively it. Like Mike Evans, obviously. Like the thing is, if yeah. you have Mike Evans, like you probably got another good wide receiver, and he's your wide receiver too, locked in. Mm-hmm. So like you know. This game is going to be a fun game for a lot of leagues because it's going to be a game that, like, a lot of people got, like, Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans on the same squad. 
you know. Right. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun game because of that. Um, with that being said, uh, you know, Rashad White, I'm interested in as like an RB2. Mike Evans, I'm interested in as a wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godwin, you know, like low end flex. Kate Auden, I wouldn't start over any other tight end that you should be able to have access to. Right. Agreed. Baker Mayfield, ben, I wouldn't you... start. Yeah, same. Not even a okay. super flex. I'm, I'm excited to see Hawk continue his hot start from last year. He was um, on a tear for, as soon as he got traded. Or as soon exactly. as he went to the Vikings. So, he was I'm on excited a for that. I could agree. Yeah. Okay. Now, off to division rivals. Tennessee Titans versus the Saints. I was listening to a podcast, and they were saying the Titans' whole game plan this week is give the ball to Derrick Henry as much as possible to keep the Saints off the field, just like the Lions did to... Uh, the Chiefs mm-hmm. keep the ball and clock going, keep it working. Don't let Derek Carr have too much time because Derek Carr is an above average passer, in my opinion. Yeah. So in this game, obviously, you're going to start um, Derek Henry. You're going to start Chris Olave. You're going to start Carr, Flex Tannehill, in my opinion. Now, that's where it gets muddly for me after that. So, like, DeAndre Hopkins. Traylon Burks, uh, Jamal Williams, Kendra Miller, Tajay. Well, I'm not even thinking about Tajay Spears, but Kendra Miller, like Mike, Michael Thomas, like all these players. Do you consider any of them like flex worthy, start worthy? Are they kind of like leaning towards the sit? So Kendra Miller plays. I'd say probably flex him. Henry is right now. He's questionable. Uh, Henry's how, my only lock. Henry and Olave are my only locks for this game. Like you're not going to. I'm talking that. about. I'm talking about only tight side right now. I'm yeah, Hopkins side, yeah. in there. Really, Henry. You're... Henry's a lock. You know, um, I would put Hopkins at low end flex. Like that's the only other starter I see. I am not hot on the Titans. Their defense isn't retained mm-hmm. enough. Their game plan isn't going to be as efficient as it has been for the past five years. The Titans are going to fall this season, in my opinion. And I said that when we were talking about our AFC South video. Yeah. Um, I'm, but on Saints, be side, you know, me. I think Carr is a starter. I think, you know, he could put on a top 12 performance this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Jamal Williams, I think, you know, like, his starting potential is obscenely high. He's bo- he's my boomer bust for the week. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, like, if he gets two or three tutties and, like, 100 yards on the ground, that's a fucking monster. He's going to single-handedly right. win you a game. Chris Olave, I think, is a lot. Michael Chris Thomas, Olave, I think, sure. is a lot at flex. Michael Thomas is a weird one for me to get behind. It, same here. He's a weird one to... To try to get and be happy about. I don't know if I can. I don't think I would start him, honestly. Because if I have Michael Thomas, who I see, he's probably like my four or five. Uh, he's never going to be like a one or two on a team. At least he shouldn't be. Do you think he'll yeah. ever regain the poise of his past? 
you know, when he was dominant. Like he's never going to be that ball hog again where he's going to get 150 targets in a year. I, I think, think it's possible he does. I think he's going to have a Larry Fitzgerald type year this year. Okay. 800 yards, five TDs? 800 yards, usually like seven TDs, you know, okay. like 100 or so receptions. That can be usable in fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So a wide receiver two-ish. Yeah, I think low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver three. I, I can get down with that. All right, now, I forgive you, Shane. Another <laughs> abysmal game we can get into is going to be the Cardinals versus the Washington Commanders. There is no like saying so sadly. We're already done with that Samuel. game prediction. Look at that. <laughs> uh, start, Jahan. Wow. First, your first start out of all players you could think of was Jahan. Um, start Sam. Not even McLaurin. Start McLaurin. I I expect big things from Jahan this year. I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's going to slowly start taking over that wide receiver room from Terry. You think, I think he Sam Hall likes steal the number one? Really. I want to be surprised. He's like 22. Terry's 27. Start, start Marquise Brown and start James Conner too, by the way. Mainly probably James Conner. I, I, mean, I think I'm hot on Brown. He was dominant last year before he got injured. Like a dominant, dominant. Do you remember the first six weeks when he was playing? I, I got him from Ben on a fucking steal because he went on injury reserve. Like, now That's he's coming true. back. I do remember that. Like, here, let me see how many points he is worth in our league. Real quick. Because right, but... it, it will surprise you. Ah. But do you think Clay 2 is going to do enough? No, it's Dobbs. They traded oh, for Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's the actual start. starter? Yeah. He's yeah. slated to start, I believe. Um, so Dobbs has a little bit of NFL, you know, Experience yeah. being with I'm Pittsburgh, all the... the Jags, Pittsburgh, and then Tennessee. But I'm starting. He's always all... been I'm, a backup. I'm sitting all the Cardinals wide receivers, starting James Conner. Joshua Dobbs I... is a pretty solid quarterback, but he's a field general. If I have to choose someone on Arizona, I would low end flex Marquise Brown. That's it. Low so, end flex him. I would rather go. have Jahan or Terry McLaurin. Hell, I might even want uh, Curtis Samuel. And I have no faith in Sam Howell, by the way, guys. Remember, I don't like Sam Howell. I think Sam Howell is going to show that he's washed. I think that yeah. he's... You feel the same he, way about Sam Howell the way I feel about Baker Mayfield. Except uh, Baker has a lot more pressure on him. Yeah, so listen, Ben, you did this trade about a year ago. Uh, you acquired Marquise Brown for George Pickens. How do you feel about that trade now? Well, I needed a player to get me points right this minute to win. And Pickens was a rookie. So I took what was better, in my opinion. Okay. So that so was then, 2020. So then, you turned, so then you turned Marquise Brown and Adam Thielen over to me for Raheem Moser. Yep. I needed a running back. He was popping off. And you know what? 
What what does uh, that say in the corner it, of my name? It was it was three weeks later, by the way. So I ended weeks, up not needing him as bad yeah. as I thought. So I went and got the running back because I was more worried about running back. Yeah, Raheem, you know what? Raheem Mostert is still on my team, and he's still the starting running back for Miami. And you know what? He helped me win. So I'm happy with Raheem Mostert. There's no – do I wish I still had Pickens? Sure, because I'm in full rebuild now. Would Pickens help my rebuild? Fuck yes. Easy, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't regret my rings. And I can't wait. I'm going to hopefully have them. Next couple episodes, and I will physically show you every single one. Anyways, it's about time. Three years late. Hey, yeah, you know, bro. hey, at least I can That's say cool. I've won in our league history. It shows me winning. It doesn't show you guys winning. Just saying, little gold next to me. That's it. Yeah, we got five. If you're, a, what, if you're as smart as you thought <laughs> you would, you would have more for it. You you suck in yeah. your own dick like ten times an episode is worse than me talking about the Steelers five times. An yeah, I, I should I take mention- a shot every time then? Yeah, Shane, I was about to I was about to mention that shit. <laughs> yeah, like Ben's what, exactly Ben's what Shane with the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I was about to yeah. say, I was about to say that shit. It's too. all I have. Okay, I don't have a team to contend this year. All right, it's all I have. Let me have my past. Show a little that's, faith. That's... Maybe your team will start contending, bro. If you no. treat the Steelers like a religion, look at my team. Pittsburgh is literally a chapel for the Steelers, bro. There's a reason they win it every year, and it ain't it ain't because they're good. It's because the deities of gods bless upon <laughs> Pittsburgh, dog. If you All show right. a little faith, is there? Is, did you know the Steelers had the most fans nationwide? They have so much nuclear power of religion through the United States. Uh-huh. That it collects into energy all across the nation. Think about all that. right. Anyways, Cowboys <laughs> Giants. How, oh, we're gonna skip to Cowboys Giants. Let me scroll down and click on them. I am going to yeah. start uh, Jones and Prescott. Both are starts for me. Uh, you may hate Jones, but it's a good matchup. I do. Against the tough it, you think Cowboys it's a good matchup? defense. I think it's a good matchup to force him to continuously matchup. to pass. And he has Man. scrambled for over, I think in the two matchups, it was over 120 yards, I want to say, last year. Um, or was it the, I think it was three matchups, including postseason, and it was 123 yards. So that's a little bit of work on the ground. It was something like that. So I think they're going to be down, I think, Dallas is going to be up, so Jones is going to have to pass. I don't – he's not a very, like, error QB in the interceptions. Now, fumbles is different. He needs to get that under control. But for interceptions, the most he's ever thrown in his season was 12. That was his rookie year. And then 10, and then 7, and then 5. He's not a very – I'm sitting Daniel Jones. You're sitting. Not even as a low-end super flex. QB 2. Well – Superflex in that in that freaking treat a uh, four person flex spot maybe, but that Cowboys defense is deadly. Last year they allowed like the fourth fewest fantasy points, right? Jones didn't do well passing, really, and in those games his legs could salvage the day. But that's not our bet. I'm willing to risk it on. I mean, thirty two hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns, five interceptions, and then another seven hundred and twenty eight on the ground or seven oh eight. Okay. Sorry. 
And but I'm seven not talking more. about over the season. I'm talking about in one matchup. Why are you That's bringing why. up season stats? Because I'm showing you that he We're can talking one fucking doesn't. game. Yeah, and last year one, he had no. The stats you should have pulled up were his games, and he, yeah, had, yeah. he threw for his lowest game was eight. Yeah, well, his one game against the Seahawks, week eight, was his only under ten point game. It was eight points. He had 176 yards, six rushes yeah, for 20 yards. But and that's it. Last year he threw for 196 and 228 with one touchdown combined in those two games. I'm not willing to bet on the on that he goes on the over. Not willing to do it. You don't think 15 points as a QB2 in a two-quarterback league is usable? I'm not willing to bet on it. I really? Because Patrick options. Mahomes did better by point four. Point four. Patrick Mahomes is a start every week. Okay. I'm just saying. Statistically, Daniel last year, Daniel Jones against the Giants, or uh, Daniel Jones for the Giants against Dallas, has averaged yes, 15 points. Yes, against the Giants. Against the Giants. Has averaged yes. 15 points. So I'm just saying, against Dallas, he, he is a usable quarterback. So don't sit him. Flex him. Maybe usable, but I'm not, a, I'm not about to put my money on him. I sit him. Thank you. That's just wild. You know, I drafted him in the fifth round of our other league, and when he comes out this year and smacks y'all because Dayball shows him how to pass like Josh Allen – You'll understand. Anyways, you start Barkley, you start Pollard, you start C.D. Lamb, and that's really you know, it for me. You know what's going to be crazy, Ben? Daniel what? Jones is going to become an elite quarterback, and you'd be like, I called it, I called it, and I'm going to be like, no, you didn't. No, how much is lie? I'm going to say, no, you, you didn't. <laughs> okay, so remind me to, to go back to this long. episode. I'm going I'm going to save this episode. <laughs> so when it happens and you, start, and you, you try won't. to gaslight me, I'm gonna just put these clips in your chat the whole time. <laughs> no, he won't be. No, a, he won't be elite. <laughs> he won't be elite. He won't. Calling it now. I would take Daniel Jones over Sam Howell any day. Any day. That's fine. You also you also yeah. love Baker any. Mayfield. Just shut the fuck up. Hey, at least Daniel Jones has had more than one season in the NFL and proven that he can do well. Just saying, Sam Howell's done nothing. <laughs> Fuck Sam Howell. Daniel, How about that? Daniel, Why don't we get that going? Fuck Daniel Jones. Eh, well, on to the next game then. He finally he finally right. had a good year, and you think he saw shit. Shut the fuck up. Las Vegas, he had Denver. Two. Doesn't matter. He had one top 10 year. The other year is 27, 24, 25. Las Shut the Vegas, fuck up, Ben. Denver. <sighs> you said one good year? Technically... Top Lock, 25 in the move. NFL is still good for a super flex. If okay. you're 12. Oh my man God. League. You're the bottom seven of quarterbacks. So good. I'm not saying elite. it's great. I'm not saying elite. it's elite. He had a great season last elite year. Performance. Oh, but he's showing that he's getting three. better. Yeah. And he had, he's getting better every year. That's the big technically, thing. It's not getting worse. No. He started 25, guys, then 124, then 127. That's not getting better, Ben. Are you? I'm in on the interceptions and the turnovers. Anybody on the Broncos' offense? All right. Anyway, Russell Wilson is super. Anyways, flex. to Shane, uh, Corlin son. Mm. Corlin son. Over Jerry now. Corlin son. Corlin son. He's the number one. I would low end flex Judy and Sutton. I would start Williams though. Javante Williams. Mm. He's expected to have a big role. He was 
going to be mm-hmm. the workhorse last year and then an injury. He came out as a rookie at 900 yards. I I would I would play him. Okay. I would feel comfortable starting him over well quite a few people in this game. And on the other side, you know, Josh Jacobs is an auto start, so yep. Other than that, Devontae Adams, you start him. Mm-hmm. Garoppolo, low end flex, same thing with Russell Wilson. And I I just low end flex the two receivers, Jerry, Judy, and Cordens. And I don't know who it's going to be. I have no faith in Mims yet. Um, yeah, I mean, the rookie, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Now, my question is I'm going to be watching a rookie tight end in this game, Michael Meyer. Um, I was trying to grab him in the draft. Uh, I wasn't able to. What happened? Someone ended up grabbing him. His name uh, is Derpamation. He plays like a real derp to dirt. So maybe that, now that he's on that, your team, he's just going to play fucker. worse. So maybe, maybe I it don't happens. want him anymore. I'll, you know, I'll trade you a fourth round because I think that's what you got him for. I'll trade you a fourth no, round for I got him in free agency, bro. You got him in free agency? Even better. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a good Picked ad. Picked him up over me. I was pissed. Yeah. I was fast as fuck with that, wasn't I? Yeah, I was pissed, dude. <laughs> now, don't be surprised if You're Austin like, Hooper does win. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's a good it's a good pick don't be surprised if austin hooper does win the top tight end spot he has been a decent nfl tight end like he's in the nfl for seven years he's done something right has he been relevant mm-hmm. the last three no but this could be his chance to get back on track so don't be too right. surprised what about greg dulich oh I'm I'm trying to stream someone else if I can. Yeah, Honestly. this isn't a great matchup. I would I rather have the Myers. rookie Luke Musgrave for Green Bay than I would rather have Greg Damn, Dolich. Okay. Well, also, Musgrave's in a great situation with Christian Watson being sat, and so is Romeo Dobbs. Like, he's going to get involved. We can actually talk about that next. But any other, like, starts or sits on this you know, Vegas versus Denver game? No. No, I mean, other one, no, no. I'm pretty much avoiding everyone else. Okay. Now, a, a big game is Green Bay versus Chicago. That's a heated rivalry. It's going to be great. Um, Allegedly. I, right. I like Love. Uh, I think I'd play Love this week and Justin Fields. I'm still high on Aaron Jones. I'm going to play him. Um, now for the wide receivers with Christian Watson out, I'm leaning towards Jalen Reed. And mm-hmm. mostly I think the big person who's going to get a lot of love for this is Luke Musgrave. I think uh, being a six foot six tight end with his speed and uh, catchability, I think he's actually going to have a pretty solid game. Very streamable. So Someone to keep your eye Damn. out for and to to hopefully do better. Obviously, on the other side, um, Khalil Herbert. Um, Justin is Fields. Someone you can, well, yeah, you start Justin Fields. His rushing or upside alone. I Don't guess. sit him. And you say Christian Watson. Yeah, Watson um, is out, so that yeah. sucks for me. <laughs> I had a lot of love for Watson this game, but it's not meant to be. You're going to have to DJ, wait a week to see. Right. Exactly. Now, DJ Moore, what is our feeling on him? Are obviously Mid. great for Carolina, but 
Mid. How are we feeling here? Mid? Mid. Okay. Starting. I'm going to start. I think he's going to be the key to unlock Justin Fields. I think I'm going to I'm going to start I think him. Like, I think like wide receiver three range. Like <sighs> flex flex one wide receiver two. Area. Can I take – can I – can you want to put money on it? Because I'll take the over. I think he's at least wide receiver two. Like he will finish in the top 24 fantasy finishes for wide receivers this year. I think – I think he could. Yeah. I, I think We're talking about exact. this game? Yeah, for for just this game, I think he finishes in the top 24, which is very okay. usable. Well, if I remember correctly, I might be wrong, but just correct me. Might be. Just correct me if I'm wrong, but he's going to have to match up against Alexander. Jair Alexander, one of the best lockdown shutdown corners, yeah. But mm-hmm. here's the thing. That's if Jair follows him, and that's also if the Bears don't already know that, watched a ton of fill on Jair, and are trying to do routes that will affect and get him open, whether it's wide receiver screens, whether it's handoffs, whether should it's it, short passes, they're going to get DJ it, involved. Should I, should I remind you that Rashad Douglas is on the other side of Shamir Alexander? That's that's fine. It's still not the Jair Alexander level, uh, but that's also true. more importantly, they're so going to script more, whether yeah. it's jet sweeps, whether it's wide receiver passes, Heck, I wouldn't even be surprised to see them in um Oh goodness. Why did I just RPOs? forget it? RPOs, like Oh no, it's a quarterback and then you've got two running backs on their left and right. What is that? It's a uh, gun formation. It's gun yeah. Okay, whatever the formation's called. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him in the backfield this- next to, you know, um, Khalil Herbert and Justin Fields, and they're running like some sort of triple option play. Like, don't be surprised. He's fast. He's shifty. All right. It's going to be an exciting offense. You're talking if, about shotgun. Right? Yeah, a shotgun uh, formation. I don't, I don't know why. I, I yeah, but you're assuming that they throw the ball more than they did last year. No, no, no. I think he's going to get plenty of work on the ground, too. I, I would not be surprised. So DJ Moore's highest. Oh. I don't see his highest rushing stats thanks to the sleeper. Give me a second. I have to. Okay. Well, anyways, he's finished between 18 and 22 since his rookie campaign. I think he has a very safe floor, um, and he has a great flex, every week flex play. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's his his kind of ceiling at this point. His best rushing season was 172 yards. Don't be surprised if he beats that this year. Don't be surprised. You say about every player. Don't be surprised. Rams, you don't be surprised. Oh, anything exciting here other than like obviously the Geno Lockin, Matthew Stafford, your Cooper Cups out. Um, There's not a lot of starting makers. I am starting Tyler Higby. Yeah. Tyler Higby's a decent That's start. a big one, especially with Cooper Cup out. He loved Higby last year. I start him. I start Akers. I low and flex Stafford and uh, Geno Smith. I start Walker. I might, I might Metcalf, flex Van I, Jefferson. Okay. What? You would consider him the top? I See, I was thinking about low end flexing Tutu Atwell because I, I have a little mm. more faith than Van Jefferson because less time on the field than Van Jefferson, but more – 
productivity. I think he's going to be the number two uh, behind Cooper when it comes time. I don't think. Um, I don't think so. I just don't think I don't, there's. I don't blame. I mean, it's all up in the air. So we're all going to find out just like Kansas City, yeah. just like a lot of them, especially when the number one guy's out. It's hard to tell. But Metcalf, you start. I'm going to low end flex Lockett yeah. and JSN. So that's how I view it. Mild intrigue on Zach Charbonnet and the receiving work. Wait, hold yeah. on. You said you'd flex Lockett? Low end flex think, Lockett and so, JSN. So you're, you're ignoring DK. No, DK's no, a start. DK's start. Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, DK's a start, yeah. dummy. You going to sit DK? No, I was questioning what? you, you dumb fuck. Hey, I'm just <laughs> saying if you're gonna if you're gonna question the six foot four four three speed motherfucker, we need to talk about your NFL. We need to talk about no, your. No, we need to knowledge. talk about your NFL knowledge. <laughs> really? Because Baker mine love, with your Baker Mayfield loving ass. Shut the hell up. Anyways, so, I'm this is I'm not starting or flexing Lockett. This is my game of the week. I'm so excited to see the Rams go on to go ahead and take on the Seahawks. I'm so hyped for it. Aren't you guys? Guys? Sure. Uh, I'm just pointing to a certain... I'm not excited at all. It's like my least excited You see that? You see that little name? Just... It's not going to be a super exciting game for me. Does anyone know the over-under on this game? Do you by chance... I can look it up. Vegas, Los Angeles, Rams. What game? Uh, the, minus the five for the wow! They're giving the Seahawks minus five. Over under is forty six. Yep. So you're thinking I'll it's going to be a little better. Five. You'll take this. I. You know what? I'll, I'll take the. I, I'll take the under. I I hate betting against Matthew Stafford because I'm partially a Lions fan and I really did love what he did there, but. I may have to bite my tongue here and agree with Austin. I will take Seahawks minus five, and I will take and, and, and the as under we saw as last well. year, Stafford was a different person without Cooper Cup. Yeah, so, I, I would take the Seahawks money line, okay. the under. If they still had OBJ, I'd have more faith in them, but they don't. So, yeah, they don't All indeed. Right. All right, now so we get into a fun game now. Oh, finally, which one? Chargers Dolphins. Ooh, so many points. Start, start yeah. to us. Start Tyreek. Start Jalen. Yep. Now, Sid, mind you, Justin Herbert. Fuck that guy. Do you start Raheem? If you're Ben, you do. Actually, <laughs> I do have him. As I know, a I know. <laughs> flex play and starter in my lineup because he will get the most of the work. This is, I think, one of the highest scoring games. They have it at uh, 52 points on the over-under. I mm-hmm. think this is going to be a great game for fantasy owners. Tua, start. Herbert, start. Mostert, I will call him a flex because there are better options out there. But he's... In a pinch, he's going to do just fine, in my opinion. 10 to 15 points in our league. You know, it's he's going to be... 50 yards on the ground, five catches for another 30 yards. Like, it's going to be usable. That's 13 points right there. Austin Eckler's an automatic start. Tyreek Hill, start. Jalen Waddle, definitely a flex. Keenan Allen, I'm going to put as a high-end flex 
Mike yeah, Williams as another high end, and then a low mm-hmm. end streamer would be Quentin Johnston. I was just about to ask you about him. He's a he's a little of the lower end streamer. Like I would rather choose quite a few players over him, but I think this game's going to be a high enough scoring that he's even going to get involved, even if it's just three catches and 48 yards. But maybe he gets the touchdown. You know, I think that I think that all around fantasy, like Gerald Everett for the Chargers, uh, start him for tight end. In desperation. Um, so, it, so here's a question for you. I mean, yeah. Because this is a realistic situation. Would you yes, rather man, start Herbert tell. going into the Dolphins or Kirk Cousins going into the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Herbert. Uh, the Bucks' defense is bad. Yes. Uh, but Herbert has the better arm power and more likely the shootout of a game. No, leave the door open. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't know who I like more in that game. I think Cousins. Really, Cousins over Herbert in this situation for who would you rather? I think so. This week. I'm, I'm going Herbert. This week. week one, well, Herbert. Herbert's awesome. the better quarterback. Mm. There's no doubt in that. And I think it's going to be the better game. I think it's going to be way more higher scoring. I don't know if the other one's going to hit over 45 points. This one, I definitely see hitting over 45. And when you're talking high scoring in the NFL, you're talking about fantasy points. Typically, that comes via the quarterback. Personally, so I'm just... I agree with you, Ben. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. All right. Two against one, Austin. Suck it. Well, that's fine. I always got to go up and go against Ben. <laughs> well, good. So. Then I want the Patriots to win this week. So Patriots against Philadelphia. So oh, go ahead. Vote I, against me. I'm, nope. I'm agreeing right now. <laughs> oh, see? See, flip-flopping like a little bitch. Um, I actually heard this could be a trap game. I don't think that's true. I don't think the Super Bowl hangover happens as bad as they think. Uh, I will start Ramondre Stevens, though. Um, and Assuming that's about it on that end. Like, on the Patriots side, I would, if, if Stevenson's if plays. If play, because he has an he illness plays. right now. If right. he doesn't, I'm starting Zeke yep. and and flexing Mac Jones. Oh, bro, I'm so happy I have Ezekiel no. right now, bro. Oh, uh, I'm so happy I have Ezekiel. Watch him no. watch him just tear apart this Philadelphia defense, that Georgia Bulldog defense. I mean, Philadelphia Eagles defense. Just yeah, run him <laughs> down, just fucking. Oh, and then Ezekiel becomes a pro bowler again, and he starts a Hall of Fame career like he's 22. Ah. No. Well, I, I, would, I would love it, but I hate. I would hate it at the same time. <laughs> Why? Being, I, a I think... fa- be, being a Patriots fan, I would love it, but having Reminder Stevenson, I would hate it. <laughs> That's why. That's <laughs> now, on the other side, are you guys excited for any of the running backs? Because, like, we know you're starting Jalen Herbert. Um, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I said Herbert. I'm still Christ. stuck on him. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Um, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. I'm staying away from the Eagles running backs until we know. Would what you they can even do. consider flexible for DeAndre Swift? No. Like even low end flex? Not or... even a little bit. He didn't have a good camp. He didn't have a good preseason. I'm staying away. We don't know Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny is 
is D is a good running back. He's just injury riddled as hell. Okay, uh, I've got it then. Swift or Antonio Gibson? Antonio. Wow, it was quick for you. At least we know Gibson. what we're getting with Gibson. We don't know what we're getting with from Swift. Yep, that's true. On a new team, Gibson <laughs> all day. Really? Okay. Yep. Swift yeah, next or one? James Cook? James Cook. Swift. Yeah, I'm going Swift on that one. I'm going James S- Cook. All day. Oh, that's surprising to me. Nick How far Chubb? down do you have Swift? Nick Chubb or Swift? Oh, Chubb. Come on. Swift all day, baby. Swift all day. Swift no. all day. Let's go. That's <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We I love, love that. DeAndre Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I, I would temper my expectations. I would, if you know, I have them, I, and I had no other better options, I would throw out Swift. Um, otherwise, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard are all people that I'm seriously playing this week. Um, on the Again, on the other side, if Ramondre is good to go, him. Otherwise, I'm staying away from all Patriots. Mac Jones, Juju, Parker, Bourne, um, Boutte. Outside of Stevenson. Outside of Stevenson, Jones is the only one I'm considering. I agree. Now, Maybe I Juju was, if I need wide receiver. Yes. I, I can agree with that. All right. And I now, think Hunter Henry is a serviceable tight end as well. He could be, yeah. I think he could. Um, now, Jets versus Buffalo is going to be an exciting, exciting game. There's a Question lot. question is. A yeah, lot of storylines. Um, so many. Uh, now, real quick, it does have Bills minus two and a half, and the over under is set for forty five and a half. So they and, expect a relatively decent scoring game, and they expect. Um, wait a moment, well, guys. Going to be good. Also, Shane, you need to hydrate. You've gotten a couple, and you haven't hydrated. Oh shit! Well, before we do that, when is this game being played? Monday night. And what day is that? 9-11. Let's take mm-hmm. a moment of silence, boys. I didn't catch on to that. <laughs> Andrew in the moment of silence, Austin. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, start both quarterbacks, right? Everyone agree maybe. with that? Maybe. Who, which one would you sit or flex down? Um, I would think about Aaron Rodgers, depending on who my other quarterbacks are. Right, Aaron Rodgers on opening day typically doesn't do that great. Doesn't do super. Aaron hot. Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Fuck Desmond Deshaun. Ritter, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Aaron Rodgers. You're naming shit quarterbacks. Okay, oh, no, no, I'm I'm going to start getting better. I wanted to see where you're at. Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Bro, I knew I was gonna. Aaron Rodgers up in Derek New York Carr. right now, assembling the okay. fucking gauntlet, bro. He's Aaron Rodgers or Ryan Tannehill? Shit. Well, Aaron. yeah, he's collecting the gems because he's amazing. Amazing, but Aaron Rodgers or Ryan Tannehill? Ryan, maybe. 
Really? Are you sure about that? Really? Are you sure? About I, maybe. No, I'm are not sure, sure about, about that. that. I don't. I wouldn't. Are you I don't sure know who that? I'd pick. I don't know who I'd pick in that situation. Are you sure about See, that? See, I told. I started listening off shitty ones, and then I went up to mid grade. And you're kind of inconsistent here, so you're putting him around the mids. Yeah. He's okay. He's inconsistent at best at, on week ones, right? Aaron Rodgers or Kenny Pickett? I mean, last year week oh, one he was minus one. He had Aaron a Rogers negative or Brock points. Purdy. Who? Brock Purdy. Kenny Pickett. Ha! Jokes oh. on you. Oh, <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I I do wanna I do wanna throw this out here because Austin does have some legitimacy here. Last year, first week Minnesota, he had negative one point three points. The year before that was against New Orleans. He had negative 2.68 points. The year before that was against Minnesota. He had Mm 43.76. The year before that, he had 14.92 against Chicago. So the last two years, he's actually started the season off negative. Hey, bro. When you you come off a bender like like that, that, when you come off a bender like that, hey, hey, I need an extra week, coach. I know we're going to be all in one. That DMT. That's why I'm saying it depends on who my other quarterbacks are on the team. Uh, Hence why I started listing some off and you were getting me good hours. So he might be your flex down. Now, the question is, Dak Trouted. Okay. One QB, I'm not. Oh, okay. I can see. I I can agree with that. Now, your running back mate, good old Brees Hall. Him or Dalvin Cook? Who leads this backfield week one? Week one, Dalvin Cook. I think they're okay. going to slow Brees Hall back. I don't think they're going to rush him back to any kind of state of different workload. I think it's probably going to be like a 50-50, 60-40 kind of split in favor of Dalvin Cook. Uh, but I don't think anyone, any of them was really worth starting. Flexing, yes. Dalvin Cook sitting Brees Hall. Okay. I love how it's. This is going to be the Cook game, James Cook and Dalvin Cook. Um, it is kind of cool to see. It, yeah, two brothers battling. They're definitely going to swap jerseys after the game and sign them and put them up in their basements together. It's going to be dope for their man cave. Stefan Diggs, I think that's, that's a start. The reason I want to play in the NFL, right? Just, just jersey jerseys, swaps. Bro. I don't oh, care if I'm a punter. Bro. Dip out after <laughs> dip out after one year just with all these jerseys. <laughs> oh hell yeah, I would. And bro, like I get them signed and shit, and they're player worn. So like I get to sell them on eBay. I'm set for the rest of my life. I got a million dollars for my contract, bro. I'm, okay. I'm good. I'm Are you guys set. starting I'm Gabe Davis? Set. Uh, no, I would low end flex Gabe Davis. Yeah, like there's a lot of people I would take ahead of him, but I would All take right. Gabe who's, Davis who's... over Alan Lazard. I would take Dalton Kincaid over Gabe Davis. Oh wow. <laughs> You don't no, like yeah. Gabe Davis, do you? Oh, 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 oh. So who's Jeez. the number two on this team, Shane, for wide receivers? I swear it to God, it's you, Shay, Shakir. So you I would love it. I would love it, Shakir, was because he's on my team. He's the number three, though. Yeah. He, he could show out very well, but, I mean, either you have a lot of faith in Dalton Kincaid or you have no faith in Gabe Davis or a little of both. I- I have a lot of faith in Dalton Kincaid. But yeah, I also good. don't he think Gabe be... Davis is that sweet. And you know what? My father drafted him in the second round, so good job. It was another Trey McBride uh, mess up. So that's good. 
because now my father has the number one rookie tight end from last year and the number one from this year. Mm-hmm. Like, nicely done. Nicely done, Pops. He's trying to get tight end heavy, apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to build <laughs> his team for the tight ends. Um, hey, you know what? And then, uh, But for the receivers for the Jets, the only one I'm really starting is Garrett Wilson. Wilson. That's it. Are you guys uh, considering, like, Alan Lazard or... I would consider Mecole Harmon first because I'd rather have that one play 57 yards and a touchdown than the three catches for 22 yards that I think, Alan Lazard's going to have. This is, I think this is just one of those weeks where, like, you see projected points on wide receivers in the Jets room, and you just take your shot on which one you think is going to be the best. And that's yeah, what I mean, outside of Garrett Wilson, that's kind of what you do. Hell, there's Randall Cobb, and he is always Aaron Rodgers' favorite so there could be five catches and 38 yards with a touchdown in there for him for some like stupid reason right because you know that fucking man is randall cobb years old right now. Dude, yeah and i think <laughs> most of his career he's played with aaron Rodgers. like the dude yeah. and him are he's, obsessed together he's so. the yeah he's basically he's, a frank Gore. yep yep At he was point, only away so. for Rodgers for two years and he went to Dallas, Dallas and put up like 800 yards, and then he went to Houston mm-hmm. and only put up 441. His last two seasons, you know, uh, he actually has a decent amount of receptions uh, for a flex. You know. Uh, yep. H- hence why I said you never know. And Rodgers could just decide week one. He always sucks. Let me just go to the player I know the best through 15 years of history. It's not actually 15 years, but it mm-hmm. feels like it. Like Okay, so – are you guys playing either one of their defenses? Because we haven't really touched on this like mm. the defensive category. How about we do a top five defense this week? I, I could be down for that. And you know what? All right. The Bills would not make mine. Nope. Yeah. I think I I think I have my top five already ready. If you guys don't, I can start mine. Yep, I'm good to go. Yep, go awesome. you guys go. Shane, do you want to go first? List your defenses. All right. Yep. Are you going to do I number five first or number one first? Let's do number five first. All right. I'm going to go ahead and put Washington Commanders at number five. Commanders or oh, five? I was going to put out number one, but okay. Okay. So after All Commanders, right. I'm going to go Dallas at number four. Okay. I'm going to go Steelers number three. San Francisco number two, and number one drum roll, please. No drum roll for you. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> no, the fuck you did not. You, you left off. List your five again. I want to make sure I heard it correctly. Commanders. Mm-hmm. Cowboys. Okay. Steelers. Niners. Okay. Jaguars. You know why, Jaguars? Why, bitch? Hmm. You're playing against AR-15 week one, and it's a good defense. We're not talking about talent level of like how good these players, how good these teams' defenses Just are. We're how much they're going to score this week? Yeah, that's why the Commanders squeaked into my top five. You know, what teams do I think are going to have the most turnovers at sacks? Yep, exactly. That's why I'm surprised you forgot one. It's such one? an easy one. There, I our lists are very, very little the same. I think we have two teams that are the same. Not my number five, 
the 49ers. We had that together. Mm-hmm. My number four, Seahawks. Seahawks were a bubble for me. They were like six. Number three, the Eagles against mm-hmm. the fucking Matt Jones Patriots. Yeah, they're going to get an interception or two or a couple fumbles. Number two, the Baltimore Ravens. And then mm-hmm. number one, Commanders. I think Baltimore is going to chew. I might switch Baltimore and the Commanders because I have no faith in C.J. Stroud. I think the defense is going to play perfect. You know what? I'm going Baltimore number one, Commanders number two, Eagles number three, Seahawks four, 49ers five. I think Baltimore, if I had a shot at their defense, I would go pick them up in a heartbeat. But I don't have a shot, so I'm going to stick with my Commanders. But that's going to be a beautiful Beautiful game. Jesus. What about you, Ozzy? I'm going San Fran at five, Cowboys at four, Jags at three, Ravens at two, Washington at one. No Steelers, though. That's crazy. No, it's not that. I think they're going to get a few sacks. I think they're going to get a few sacks, maybe an interception or two, and and that's all they really need to be a top defense. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, okay, so the fantasy points projected on Sleeper, four out of my five were the top teams. So Washington, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, and San Francisco are their top five teams. My sixth team. Right, right. I'm just saying, but Seattle was number six, and I had them higher. So I had Jacksonville drop down. So that's my only flip-flop. I wouldn't be surprised if this is how it turns out, honestly. I yeah. I think Philadelphia and Baltimore are just going to surprise and just go off. If I had a chance, I'd take them, but I will never, anyone out there, never trade for a defense. It is the stupidest thing you can do. Unless it's straight-up defense for defense. <laughs> right, unless it's straight-up defense for defense. And or are you trying to find a roster yeah. spot? <laughs> now, the only... I, I prefer just to stream defenses if I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. that's what I usually do. But the Patriots was, might be an exception for me to hold them the whole year. Right. The only thing is if you have the number one defense, yes, it does make a difference in fantasy points just a little bit, but not enough to, to justify trading for it. So it's never mm. – just stream that, them, in my yep. opinion. Like for me, it's going to be probably the Patriots the whole way. Except for the bye week. Is that because the last year they were number one or some shit? Hey, listen, the past two out of three years they were top two, so might as well. There's no other defense I really want to want to want to grab right now. That's, that's why right. I hold on to the Steelers, bro. I don't blame you. Uh, yeah. There's no one I want to drop for a different defense, and I don't want to pick up drop this Patriots defense, so Right. Well, on our waiver wire right now, the most exciting players are defense. Yeah. There's to be expected. I mean, Gus Edwards, if someone wants a handcuff, I might, but eh, it's not long-term, so I'm keeping my team long-term only. Now, Austin, would you no. rather would, – would, wow, my brain didn't want to work there. Would you like to do some would-you-rathers, or would should we save that for another episode or go live like before the football games and do that? Would-you-rathers for what in terms of this week? Yeah, players. Just sure. like – Let's do them. Sam, me, Shane, will answer. Oof. Well, now I got to think of some good would-you-rathers. 
Yeah, so that's the whole point of the game. game. But you don't hey. even know the rule. Honestly, Austin is the one who typically comes up with all of them and writes them out all first. Right. So, do you, do you want me to do? I got a game we can do real quick. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, so it's going to be. All right, you're going to be building a team: two quarterbacks, two running backs, three wide receivers, off of randomly generated teams. Right, so I'm going to give you a team, and you got to say from what team, what quarterback, what receiver, what running back you'd want. Okay. Let me bring my my notes up. So I need two, no, one QB. One QB. Two Wait, running backs. Wait, could you do it on, could, could you stream RB. it to the Riverside? No, because I'm, I'm on my laptop. RB. Oh, shit. Uh, and then well, three wide receivers. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And let's, a tight end. Let's do and this. A tight end. We'll, we'll throw oh, a tight end and defense on there. QB, QB, oh, RB, RB. Defense. Wide receiver, wide receiver. I, I like, oh, I know. It's like that TikTok trend where they have yeah. the, the random thing over their head and then boom they have to choose a player i yeah, i laugh kind of at some of them because same, some of them same kind of suck. concept okay let's let's do it i'm i'm totally in all right first team chiefs patrick mahomes yeah kelsey all right are y'all keeping track because i'm not yeah now is this for okay. week one or just overall season no, just should overall. Have, like, it's okay, not perfect. Just... Yeah, Mahomes, easy. That's hands down. Why All wouldn't right. you take Mahomes, Shane? That's crazy. That's Cause, crazy. Because Kelsey technically has better point production on his position. All right, than... Chargers. Right there. Boom. Justin Herbert. Eckler. No, sir. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with that. Okay. Rams. I mean, that's... What was it? Rams. Cup. Rams? Yeah. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Dude, it's Cup. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, Cup. I, I was right. about to say Cooper Cup. Saints? Kamara? <laughs> Kamara's not a bad one. Saints, oh, Olave. Olave. Yeah. That's where I'm going, Olave. Because I want to keep that running back open still. Redskins yeah. or Commanders? Commanders Excuse defense. Me, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> I said nothing. I'll take Commanders defense all year. I like their defensive talent. Me too. All right. Dolphins. Tyreek. Give me Tyreek Hill, please. Oh, I'm down to a running back and a tight end. What are you down to? Two wide receivers? A wide receiver, a running back, and QB. Wait, how do you have three left and I only have two? What? Is one it two QB, two, three wide receivers, one tight end, one defense, what? two running backs, one quarterback. One QB? One QB? Yeah. And then I don't have a second QB. Cool. That's fine. Okay. There we go. All right. So we both have a running back, wide receiver left? Yep. Oh, this right. will be interesting. All He's right, thinking of a right. devious fucking team knowing that Steelers. we have shit. The Steelers. Wait, who I do you guys both have? We both need a running back and a wide receiver, you dick. Nope, sorry. <laughs> running back and I need a tight end. So you're not going to go any tight end loving teams. I already All know right. it. Shane, what do you need? I need running back wide receiver. Oh, okay. He's going to give well, me a it's, shit tight it's, end. It's random, so I'm spinning the wheel. I'm waiting for it to spin. This is going to be great. 
Oh, Jesus. What? Oh, nothing. Cardinals. You respun <laughs> it. You fucking. I did it. I swear bitch. to God. No. Who? Shane took Marky. Who are you taking, Ben? Who's that, Kurtz? <laughs> right, I ben, knew you were going to fuck back? me. No. Shane, you need what? Running back. Oh, you both need running back. Okay. Nope. Right. I need wide receiver. Go fuck yourself. What does the wheel say? Yeah, as you keep spinning it for the worst <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, right? <laughs> Smash the shit Goblin out of that button. Goblin mode activated. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chose the... <laughs> you could have picked someone different. You could have chose James Conner. No. Horrible running back. All right, Eagles. You little <laughs> the fucking wheel set. bitch. <laughs> I told you, you could have picked James Conner. Listen, uh, you know, I will it. take I will take DeAndre Swift. And I, I will take him, him confidently. You could have confidently, I'm, more confidently took James Conner and then Dallas Goddard. I'm taking I Rashad Penny. Didn't got it. Hmm? Really? Penny. Yes, sir. That's... Well, no one knows what that RB looks like. So, I mean, I can't. I don't hate it. <laughs> I do. I, I hate I it. Love it. All right. So, All here's right. my team. What are you guys? Justin Herbert, Alvin Kamara, Rashad Penny, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Marquise Brown, Kelsey, and the Commanders defense. You definitely have a tight end advantage over me. That's for sure. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's so, what I was saying, dog. But like, Pat, I have. that much above Herbert, bro. Massive oh, tight end advantage. Um, are you kidding me? Mahomes first. Well, here let's let's see. Stats. What about this week? How about no, this season? How's Mahomes team. playing this season? List your how's Mahomes playing this your season? team, Ben. List your team. Uh, they can argue about that. Oh, um, okay. Mahomes, Eckler, Swift, Cooper Cup, Chris Olave, Tyreek Hill, Zach Ertz, Commanders defense. Now right, let's see the point lot, difference. I appreciate you guys watching. Don't forget. <laughs> I, to like, I just want to comment, point this out. Subscribe. Mahomes, 536 points last season. Where is Herbert? 318? That is 220 points. That is more than Kelsey versus Ertz. Sorry. That's me. Is it, though? The, oh, yeah. 318 versus 536. Whereas, I'm checking let's right go. Now. Kelsey had 345 and Zach Ertz. Is way down here. Wait, did Justin Herbert at a hundred and twenty? So a hundred and twenty versus three forty-five. Also two hundred and twenty. Wow, it's the same, bro. What are you even listening to? What I'm saying, or like, no? All right, what are you saying? Like, didn't Justin Herbert miss like two games last season too? Though, Uh, that I'm not entirely sure about. Let me. I thought he missed like at least two halves. It looks like he played 17 games last season. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I do. I am. High I up. know. I know. Zach Ertz did not play a full season, so that should help me, right? Because he only played 10 games. So I'm just saying, healthy, he might have done better. Um, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it couldn't That's have been much worse than 120 points. It was literally 400 so, yards and actually, four touchdowns. Uh, Kelsey was worth 143 more points than Ertz was. 
And I think that that, 100 that and a hundred and twenty three. What are you talking about? Oh, I was Not, looking at like overall sources. I wasn't just looking at our league. Oh, I was looking at just our league because that's the yeah, league you can't we play just do in. That. Yeah, but you can't just do that. Well, in that case, my guy you had have... seven games off. That's called <laughs> early retirement, and he enjoyed life more. So fuck your Kelsey. <laughs> that's all I got to say. That's easy. Did uh, chat want to mention any which team is better? Do we want to post our teams? Uh, here we go. Okay. Chase Claypool is going to have minus 10 fantasy points. I can see it. Washington defense will be gassed by midseason. Too much time on the field. Yeah, we're talking about this week mostly. Jags defense isn't even top 10, dude. Ravens will be tough on defense. We were talking about Jags defense being a top scorer this week exclusively. We weren't saying that the Jaguars are going to be dynamic. They're a good defense, though. They are a good group. They're going to be decent, especially against my shit team. Yeah. The Colts suck. They're going against a rookie quarterback? Like, yeah. Steelers defense is top five. Austin owes 50 push-ups. Austin, get them push-ups ready, baby. I don't owe shit. Now, <laughs> shit. So, Austin, out of both teams, what do you think? Who do you think the edge goes to since you're the moderator? All right, Shane, say your team again. Herbert, Kamara, Penny. Cup, Hill, Brown, Kelsey, Commanders. Ben? Mahomes, Eckler, Swift, Cup, Olave, Hill, Ertz, Commanders. I mean, you guys both have a shit running back and a shit tight end, so it's like... Not shit tight end. Defense. Because his tight end is Travis Kelsey. And your, your shit tight end is Zach Ertz. His shit running back is Penny. Yeah. yeah. But then you also picked DeAndre Swift, didn't you? Yeah, I chose Swift. So he had probably, Kamara and to, Penny. I had Eckler and Swift. Why, wide receivers are better. List your Let's wide go, receivers baby. again. Hold on. List yeah. your receivers again. Thanks a lot, again. guys. Thanks a lot, that guys, for watching. Wild. You gave hey, Dude, he, I had the better wide receivers ruled. and quarterback. He ruled. He already He's said it. He's biased. <laughs> He's not what? You li- because of our friendship. You're biased to me. You don't want me to win because you already hate the fact that I'm a winner. I, I'm neutral. Period. I'm fucking. I'm fucking. No, you're not. Right. You're not I'm neutral. Fucking- you know, right here, you're always saying fuck. I'm. Man. I'm fucking Sweden right now. Right. I'm uh, neutral. Uh, as shit. Okay. Then let's list the wide receivers again and see which one has the better wide receiver room. Shane, go ahead. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Marquise Brown. Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill. We have the same. So it's Marquise Brown or Chris Olave. You don't need to yell into the mic, Ben. I know you're hungry, but don't fucking eat it. <laughs> How are you going to give it to him? Why? Because I, I like his tight end and his other running backs more. Swift and Penny both sucked, both injury prone. So that's a toss up. That's a wash. Eckler, Kamara, Bro, about the same. Why both are the you lead. Mahomes, so Herbert. Both pretty elite. Mahomes has a step. Ertz, Bro, Kelsey, why, definitely why Kelsey. Why is Ben in my Twitch chat what? saying his team's better than Shane's team? He said better than Shane's in my Twitch chat like he was just a chatter. <laughs> He's like yeah. saying, yeah, Ben's right. <laughs> yeah, goddamn <laughs> right. You got to pump if, yourself up. If Ben's not always right, then he's upset. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was made for greatness, so, baby. So are, are we ready to call this one? 
Yes, go ahead, yeah. like, subscribe, comment, share, give the follow over to Derpamation on Twitch. We live stream there often, so if you want to interact with us, especially while we're doing podcasts, we do read it, we do interact. It's awesome. Join the Facebook. We've been getting a lot of people on there. Join hey, the Discord. Hop in and talk with us. That's always a cool thing to do. Uh, gloves up, guns <laughs> down. New pod is out, which is awesome. Go <laughs> follow know, that Rock. as well. We out. All right, Shane, send us out. <laughs> such a bitch. Oh, You're such night, a boys. bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. <laughs> <laughs>